with Sasha Luchaka. Lukaschik. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes, Lukaschik. I'll I'll mess up the spelling when I put this on, um, but yeah. So, fitness. What, okay, okay. Just tell us a little bit about yourself. I always bad with the introductions. <laughs> um. Well, I am a fitness enthusiast. Um, an MPC bikini competitor, personal trainer. Just recently launched my business. Um, yeah, I don't know. I I do I do the macros thing. Um, I compete. I'm currently in prep right now. Unfortunately, um, I say unfortunately because off season for life. I like to eat. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I love fitness and always shapes and forms i consider myself more of a power builder the power lifting bodybuilding hybrid um and yeah i guess that's just a general <laughs> general statement <laughs> so how'd you get started like what's it like was it a part of your life your parents or something like what what was it that kind of like oh yeah no. Fitness? no i don't think my parents <laughs> i don't think my dad has ever stepped foot in a gym <laughs> in life. he's a construction worker so i mean like you know he has muscle and stuff but um i got into fitness about two and a half years ago so it hasn't been long at all i think i just recently transitioned out of the noob game territory <laughs> um but about yeah about two and a half years ago um i was with my i was in college um down in georgia and i was with my ex at the time and um i used to do a lot of pilates and i would run a lot i was like that typical basic like cardio bunny just doing abs all the time oh my god i can't it was bad um but i was in a really bad place because i had a very bad relationship with food and I had a very bad body image. Um, and so my ex at the time kind of said, like, why don't you start coming to the gym with me? And I was like, okay, you know, why not? And uh, I dropped Pilates and I dropped running and I started getting into weightlifting. And um, soon enough, I surpassed him. Like within a week, I think I surpassed him and everything weight training related i remember one day um wow i i'm gonna go off into a tangent well regardless so yeah so i was in college he got me into the gym um and then we went on summer break and he went home and i came back up home and um so it was like end of june and i told my mom i was like mom i want to join a gym and she's like oh Oh, okay. Um, so I looked up gyms in the area and I found the gym in the area that had good reviews. It was close by. And I said, all right, I'm going to join. And like, I walked in that gym that day. I joined the gym that day and I never, like, I never turned back. I was, I'm like a very, like, an uncommon success story. <laughs> Because I felt like when I was joining, all the guys working there were like, oh, okay, this little girl, like, yeah, whatever. And then I just went every single day. I was hooked. And, um, yeah, I used bodybuilding.com and, like, the internet and Google. Uh, and I taught myself everything I knew. I had no 
personal trainer. I had no friends. Um, my parents didn't do it. My sister didn't do it. So I taught myself everything, like completely from scratch. Um, and then, yeah, so it was a pretty awesome summer because I made mad gains. And I went back to school. And my ex was like, what the hell happened to you? And I remember one day we went to the gym together and I was like, I'm going to do deadlifts. Want to do deadlifts? And he was like, oh, is that the thing where you put the bar over your head? And at that moment, I was like, oh, God. <laughs> yeah. But that's kind of how I, I got into it. It was, I mean, it was from a place, it was from a place of hate, which I don't really recommend. Um you know, that's how I started my journey because I hated myself and I hated my body. Um, but I mean, whatever got me out of that tough time in my life and it was weightlifting and it was the gym. And so, I mean, it was a bad time and there's a lot more bad times with it, but, uh, that, you know, the gym and weightlifting got me into the good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's so interesting. Cause I don't know. Your story is a little different from, I mean, like everybody has like this kind of weird thing. Do you listen to podcasts at all? Because I think I, I do. Okay. So the, like, was that a tool for you as well? Like to learn stuff like, or what do you, or like just enjoy it? Like, what do you listen to? I was curious. There's always. Oh, like what podcast do I currently listen to? Yeah. Um, I'm currently obsessed with um, the MF CEO project. That's mainly because I've um, recently launched my own business. So I've been listening. I used to only listen to like fitness based and like nutrition based podcasts. And now I listen to a lot of business podcasts because that's just like the area that I am at in, in my life currently. Mm, yeah. Yeah. I recategorized this podcast for business. It wasn't com. I put it as comedy at first because I thought, I thought it was funny and blah, 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 all that stuff. But yeah, I moved it to business because I'm like, oh, this doesn't make any sense. Even though people like it and it's kind of funny sometimes, but it's interesting yeah. to me that like, like, what do you like when you listen to podcasts, do you listen to a lot of podcasts or do you have like this kind of like four or five that you listen to? Yeah, I have a very small amount. Like if you looked at the amount that I subscribe, it's definitely under 10. I don't really listen to a lot. But the and ones that I do do, I'm very loyal. Oh, you oh yeah, yeah. Do you ever feel like has your podcast changed? Like tastes changed? Like has it gone from like one side to the other? What do you mean? Like, like, like you listen to? I don't know who you listen to. This is the problem with podcasts. There's so many. So you know, you listen to fitness, and then you listen to business, and then you listen to like comedy uh, podcasts. Uh, Honestly, I only listen to fitness and business right now. <laughs> oh, you... That's my whole life. My whole life is fitness and business. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I totally understand. And what made you want to start your own like business? Were you just like seeing people do it and you were like, I can do this too? Uh, kind of. I mean, okay, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring it back to high school. Um, in high school... I was like a straight A student, all the AP classes, math and science, they were my favorite subjects. And I wanted to be a scientist for the longest time. And then I learned the lifestyle of a scientist and I said, that is not for me. So I had like a quarter life crisis about my junior year 
and said, I'm going to go to art school, <laughs> which I mean, I'm very creative too. So it wasn't that big a deal. But um, yeah, so I was like, I'm going to go to art school because I don't want to work a basic nine to five and I want to be creative and not stuck in a cubicle all day. So I went to art school and I got my BFA in photography, but it was my junior year of college that I discovered weightlifting and, and the gym. But it was too late at that point to like switch majors because I would have had to switch schools. It was not a matter of switching majors at this point. It was like switching states. Um, but yeah, so so I discovered fitness and I kept that in my life. And then I finished out my degree. And then when I graduated and came home, I just thought like, I want to do for a living like what I love. Um, and it's not to say that I don't love photography, but I, I really love the fitness thing right now. And it's just my absolute passion. And so I think my love of fitness and the fact that I'm like, I guess, good at it. Um, and then that old mentality that I've had since high school that I never wanted to work a basic nine to five, just like had a baby. <laughs> it just had a baby. And I'm like, boom, just build my own business. I don't want a boss be my own boss why not this is so crazy because a lot of people would be like what are you saying like that's crazy that's not something you're supposed to do um yeah i mean i gotta do my own taxes and stuff and it's kind of a nightmare but oh yeah it's taxes uh, that reminds me i have to do more but that like it's why what like i don't know that's such a big change like you wanted to be a scientist at first and then you want to be I, I i totally understand that line of thinking though <laughs> Like, like I have so many passions and it's like, can I do all of them at once? It's, it's not possible. You got to kind of focus in one area. And if you want to move on, you just switch. But like, it's like, you know, I wanted to be a scientist too. I'll tell you this. I wanted to be a astrophysicist. Cause I was, watch, I was watching Bill Nye, you know, Neil deGrasse Tyson all day. I was just sitting there like, you know, I was reading, I was um, on, on YouTube all the time, just like learning science that I didn't even have to know, learn until like college. Um, so it was like, to me, it was like, oh, this is the greatest thing. And then I got into programming and that just went to this and then that went to that. And then it got to fitness, then it got to this and it just, it just went everywhere. Like, I totally understand how that happens. It's crazy though. Like, like you think about, oh, I wanted to be a scientist or something, astrophysicist or something like that. But isn't that the beauty of life? I think it is, but I also like when people like say, you know, talk to a five-year-old kid and you say, what do you want to be? And they say, you know, I want to be a, you know, astronaut or something, you know, and then they do it. Yeah. And you're like, damn, he said, he predicted this before it even happened. You know, I like people. Freaking Nathan Chen, who was like, which Olympics are you going to go to 2018? And like, yeah, yeah. It's crazy to me when people predict things like that, like. My life was like different from, uh, you know, I was in martial arts. You know, I loved that. I still love it. Uh, you know, didn't go to the Olympics because I didn't know what the heck that was, but I did go to the Junior Olympics. <laughs> it didn't make any sense oh. to me. And it was like, always like, oh, like nobody told me this was an Olympic sport. Like I didn't even know what Olympics meant. Like I was like probably like 12 or 13. I was like, oh, yeah. Junior Olympics. I've never heard of this. And you're like, I was just like, oh, this is random. I didn't know. I didn't know toughest competition ever i'm not i'm never doing that uh, olympics are great but it's a lot of work like you got to devote <laughs> your life into this one yeah. thing 
And if you, you know, you're not always going to win. And even if you do win, you kind of have to, then you got to win again and again and get better. That's yeah, something. you have to like maintain that title. And it's just a lot of pressure. Yeah, too much. I, I didn't like the pressure. I didn't like the, you know, <sighs> you know, you know losing such a, not, it's not terrible, but it's just like, it gives you a bad feeling. Like I was like, you know, I was like, I could have, you know, I think it's the worst, worst place to win is third. This is my, my bronze. If you win bronze, that is the worst place to be because you're in between you're, you could have been first, but then, you know, you couldn't get silver. Like, it's just like this mental thing. Like nobody remembers the guy who won bronze. Like, it's just, I guess you're kind of right. No, I am right. I am perfectly right. Everyone knows who won gold for sure. Silver is like, Oh cool. That's interesting. You won silver bronze is like, that guy's there. Who was that guy? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you remember him? Like, or, you know, remember her? Like, I'm like, no, no, I don't remember. Her. But, you know, it is what it is. And constantly competing, constantly. Like, it's just, it's just, it's a whirlwind. Uh, if anyone wants to do it, go ahead. Um, there's a lot of sports. But then I always think about, like, winter sports. Like, like they're not really, uh, we were talking about the Olympics before this. So this is how we got onto this. But, like, I feel like, winter versus the summer is interesting to me because i feel like winter games are more expensive kind of things like summer pick up a basketball wrestle like these things you know anybody can do yeah but then you got people like what's his name sean white the guy who jumps into foam pits and that's how he learns how to ski and ice and snowboard i'm like this is an expensive sport like who has a foam pit in their backyard they can jump it who has ramps in their backyard? Who yeah. can go to Colorado whenever they feel like it and hit the slopes? Yeah, yeah. So, like, I think it's interesting, but I'm like, hmm. Yeah, to me, the summer is, like, it's more competitive. Like, like I'm like, oh, cur- curling, the best sport in the game. I'm like, oh, how many people actually do this? Like, like I'm not, not being offensive, but I'm just looking at it, like, objectively. I'm like, okay, what if I decided to do this? Could I get really good at this? I could sweep <laughs> that floor all day. Um, yeah, yeah. So I, I look at that and I'm like, wow. But it looks impressive. It reminds me of pool kind of, you know. I think pool's, pool's a tough one. It's a lot lot, lot more strategy. I don't like stuff like that. Like, I need, I need things to happen, like, really fast. <laughs> But yeah, I don't know. I don't know how we got there, but yeah. So you do a lot of fitness. Is that like, like, what do you do now? Do you just, are you, you said you're prepping for a show. Like, how's that going? Is that, is that? Um, <laughs> I just started my cut about two weeks ago. Um, and it's just, I mean, now it's, now it's game time. <laughs> um, I'm always focused all throughout the year on ultimately the show and having a competitive physique. It's just a matter of, am I eating a lot and looking to gain or am I eating air and looking to cut? (laughs) So yeah, right now um, I've just had a cut in calories and I've actually had cardio added to my program, which I haven't done since like September. So yeah, that's, that's just, that's how it's going. Do you, <laughs> what do you do for cardio? Do you like row? I mean, I, a lot of people hate running usually. So I'm like always, you know, bicycle or something like, what do you do for cardio? Um, I do a mixture of steady state 
or um high intensity mm-hmm. sessions yeah. so usually yeah hit um i'm the queen of hit i mean i hate it but i'm really good at creating hit programs that will absolutely murder you <laughs> it's bad um usually for hit i'll create like a circuit for myself so it's mostly like body weight or something um and then for steady state i like the stairmaster i don't know i hate the treadmill and i hate the elliptical um so i usually just go on the stairmaster mm, that's interesting i hate the treadmill too because i feel like i'm going nowhere which obviously i am you are <laughs> <laughs> sorry to say that <laughs> i don't know something about running outside is so much better um but then you know uh, you know if you live in a suburban or like kind of city area, it's not really viable unless you live in the mountains. That's always fun. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Stairmasters is good. I like the, why don't you like the elliptical? This is always a good, like I, I, I like it and a lot of people like it. Why don't you like it? I don't know. I feel like I can never get the rhythm down. Oh, okay. So this it's is what I do. Weird. And I never work up a sweat. No matter oh, what, you're not, it's not challenging. You're not pushing yourself enough. I don't think that's <laughs> like, like I, I always tell people like, this is the look, right? You're not doing it. Like I went on the elliptical. Like you got to push forward and you got to crank that thing up to 20. You got to crank <laughs> that other thing. You got to feel the burn. And like, and if it's too, too, too much, just lower it a little, lower it a little. Like, it's like, I don't know. A lot of people, I think it's uh, really, it's, I don't know. I mean, it depends what you like. A lot of people don't like running, so they just go they hate the treadmill, so they go to the elliptical. Stairmasters is really good. Huh? Yeah, but yeah, I don't know. All these machines are so weird. Like I'm like, like they come up with a machine for everything. I'm like, Jesus, I don't even know what to do on that thing over there. Like I saw, I saw this one thing. I think it was a, a abductor. It's basically something like I've never seen one before, so I was like kind of mind blown because like. It's so interesting to me, like, who came up with this stuff? Like, who's making up, you know, put two bars together? Like, you know, stuff like that. Like, it's really weird to me. Like, it, it's Are a, you referring to the ARC trainer? Is that is that it? I'm not sure. I don't know. It's where, like, you have, like, the foot pedals and you go like this, like, like side to side. It looks really weird, yes. Instead yes. of, like, the elliptical front and back, it's, like, the side to side. Yes, it looks, I don't know. It looks like Daffy Duck or, like, someone's, <laughs> like, it looks really funny to me. So I watch it's them. hard i'm telling you it's difficult it's a difficult piece of machinery yeah yeah and then you know they come up with something new every time and then treadmills are amazing to me because there's so many different kinds i'm like i saw this one that looked like i don't know it looked like a rocket ship it was like had like this uh glass well you could watch the olympics or tv on it and it was like all glass and it just had like screens everywhere um and it was just like i think it was a woodway so it's like really Oh, it's like swooshy. Yeah, swooshy looks really weird. And I was like, this is very strange. But well, you know, um, but it, it like it was like custom designed, and there's like five of them. I was like, oh, this is crazy. Like we're going into spaceships or something, you know? What freaking gym, where you at? This sounds like luxury. Was this Equinox? <laughs> uh, I, I, were you from? Uh, was it NJ and New Jersey? I was. Forget. Yeah, New Jersey. I'm from Texas, so we got crazy stuff down here. I guess. <laughs> Everything's bigger in Texas. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we have pretty good gyms. I mean, LA probably has the most fancy gyms, I would say. Oh, probably. Yeah. They're very health conscious out there. 
Yeah, yeah. It's the only place I've ever been where there's like a gym literally every mile from each other. Like it's like here, here, here. I saw three gyms in front of next to each other. I was like, oh, this is interesting. You know, that that's like I guess just how it is. Uh, that's yeah. amazing. Yeah. That's the ultimate goal. Yeah, there's so many. I was like, I was mind blown by how many there are. I was like, you just type in gym on Google Maps, the whole thing is coming. And you're like, oh, this is crazy. Like, you know, that's just 50 of these. But yeah. Um, no, that was the uh, the gym I went to was the UFCPI. Do you know what that is? Like a performance institute. It's some, okay. super fancy. Like they have, yeah. they have things that I don't even like. They have like cryotherapy in there. They have so many so many like it's like all teched out like it's like they have dexa scans have you ever done one of those oh no i haven't you should really do one of those i would suggest those because they give you exact percentages and bone density you might find out like you have more muscle than you actually didn't even know like your arm could be like a lot of people you know if you're right-handed you have more muscle in this hand than this hand so like you know, pork this one. It'll tell you the exact percentage, you know, 8% on here, 7% here, whatever the percentages. I don't know the numbers. I haven't done one since then, but yeah, it's interesting. But yeah, they're everything, you know, they had the, the pool you could walk in and run. Like it was underground on a water, underwater treadmill. So you just run in there. H2 max masks. It was, it was, it's a crazy gym. Like it's the most. That's crazy. Um, They had like, course bags i mean it's i think it was four no three floors no two something like that so it's like three floors it's like cardio like it has like specific places for everything um yeah it's, it's insane gym i i do i don't know it's, it's so much stuff there but yeah i don't know there's a lot of cool gyms though i've seen barbell is pretty good but that's mostly weightlifting equipment it's really just clean it's like I've never seen like all these weights are so clean. Like what? <laughs> and, and 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 there's no hexagon plates, which I, I hate those. Oh God! I've broken six of those over the last month or two. Uh, so yeah, sorry for whoever. You know, I was like, oh, I, I'm sorry, I broke this. Ooh, put this away because I just dropped it. I was like, oh, I'm not supposed to drop it. I forgot. But yeah, I don't know. But yeah, do you? So prepping, like, is it like, is it hard for you? Like, how long do you go out? Like, is it like six weeks out, 12 weeks out? Or do you just kind of go into it? Like I always, it's always interesting to me because I'm like, do you do this like way in advance or are you prepping the whole time? Or are you like, everybody does it so different. Yeah. I mean, I prefer longer preps just because it's healthier. First and foremost, you don't got to get super drastic with your diet and cut a bunch of weight like in a week you have time um and also i just think you look better because since you're not so drastic with your diet you can hold on to your muscle mass and um also lose the fat from any stubborn areas like like i have a few stubborn areas that no matter how long i diet they just always take forever to go and so if i don't diet long enough then i'm not going to lose the fat from there um, so I really like long preps this year. I started my prep. I think I was 18 weeks out from my first show and 22 weeks out from my last show. 
So that's a long time. <laughs> that's like half a year. <laughs> that's a really long time. So you prepare that long in what? I'm okay. You prepare that long in advance. That's crazy. That's a long prep. A lot of people yeah. do. That's cr- like it's kind how- of excruciating. But I mean, I put on a decent amount of weight this off season. I put on like a little over 20 pounds. So if you think about it, like that's about a pound a week and that's, that's healthy. I mean, I don't want to be like drastic. So yeah, it yeah. sucks, but I don't know. No. to me, yeah, I don't, I don't know. That seems too, that seems way too long. I would get so angry at myself. Like you're cutting, you know, either calorie deficient, but you know, start off at like, well, I don't know what you would start off with, but like, say me, it would be like 3,000. I have to cut 2,500. Like, it'd be insane for me. Like, it's like, oh, gosh, you're going to do that? Like, like really? Like, you didn't have to cut that much? Oh, I don't want to do That's that. That's horrible. And it's, it's the slow burn is the worst to me. Like, I'd rather be burnt really quick than be burnt really slow, you know? Oh, my God, yeah. Because it's yeah. like, I want, I just, I you know, I know it's unhealthy for you. I know it's bad, but it, you know, six weeks, bam, you you cut all that weight or you did whatever you had to do um, for whatever sport you're doing. It's quick. It's fast. You know? And I'm like, I know I have to do like 12, maybe 13 weeks in advance, but like, it's like, that's too long. I don't want to be sacrificing 12 weeks. You know, I'm be like, Oh, I can't have that. I can't do that. Hey, but, uh, but, uh, but I'm eating more. Like who starts a cut still eating over two thousand calories? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Exactly. That's true. I'm still eating good in the neighborhood for a little bit. Yeah, but like to me, it's like that's too slow of a burn. Like, let's get this machine going. I mean, <laughs> you know, it's it's just. Yeah, I feel. I still feel like nothing's happening. Nothing's happening, and it's kind of frustrating. Uh, but but that's you know, I've learned this. It's called patience. It's the hardest patience. thing to learn. Like things don't happen and you, you know, you know, it depends on your, like, I always talk about genetics. People are like, oh, you don't know anything about genetics. I don't know anything. I just talked to one biology scientist or one geneticist once and I was like, I know everything. But (laughs) (laughs) to me, it's like, you look at it and you're like, man, this, you know, sometimes it's just not going to go your way. Like people used, you know, I used to be able to do this last time. Like, why isn't it working this time? Like. I did this last prep. Some people would say, I'll be like, well, your body changes you or whatever, you know, this, you know, your genetics, your hormones, everything like that. Like it all comes into play and people don't like, oh, like, oh no, this is terrible. It's not going to happen. Like, no, there's no results. Like everybody wants like now here. I'm like, well, it's going to take a long time now. So I don't know. Like sometimes you get results really quick and then sometimes you get them really slow. And you're like, well, I'm doing the same thing I did last time, but I'm not getting the same results. So don't make sense. But I feel like the beginning of my prep, this will be my third time doing a prep. And I feel like the beginning of it is always excruciatingly slow. Like the first month or so, nothing happens. And then randomly, mm-hmm. it's like my body just gets with the program. And then it's like rapid fire and I just make all this progress. So it's like the beginning is always hard, but I just got to get, I just got to get to that point and then I'll see, I'll see all the results. But that's, that's the problem. Like 
you know, with diet culture and, and with society and people that really want to lose weight and look a certain way and gain muscle and lose the fat, they think that they're going to get immediate results. Like they think like, okay, by this time next week, I'm going to like have lost 10 pounds and look amazing. And that's just not how it happens. And yeah, it's, it's frustrating, but like consistency and patience and just keeping at it is really, you know, is what it's, it's, that's what's going to give people the results. And I always say, give it like three weeks and if you can make it through those initial three weeks, then you're golden because you'll start to see stuff. And then once you start to see results, you get addicted. And mm-hmm. that's how it was for me when I got to the gym. I was like, oh my God, like, look, I'm actually getting muscles. And it was wild because when I first got into the gym, I think like my initial desire for my appearance was to lose weight and lose fat and get abs and be like a thin girl. And then I started to enjoy the actual process of picking up weights and getting stronger each week. And I noticed that I was gaining muscle and I, it literally took me maybe two weeks and that entire like get skinny and get abs idea flew out the window and I was just like, I want all the muscle. So, I mean, I, I feel like that similar journey happens to some people that actually stick with it, but you just got to stick with it. Follow comes out to you. Yeah, yeah. It's so hard for people to do that, though. It's like people want results fast, of course. They also, like, they want to see it right away. Like, yeah. you know, and, you know, people weigh themselves every day. I'm like, that's the worst thing you could do. Weigh yourself every day. Water weight. I actually I have do to, weigh myself every day. I don't know. I feel like a lot of people, I'm like, ugh, like, there's no real reason to weigh yourself every day because, I don't know, this is just my thought. You know, everybody has their opinion, thoughts, you know, the science or whatever people who can debate it and all. But I think it's like, you know, water fluctuates way too much. Your body fluctuates way too much. If you're sick, this happens. So, you know, week or two, like that's when you should weigh yourself again. Like you should, should kind of like see that and be like, oh, this is a mark or do a DEXA scan. Absolutely the perfect way because you can see where your hydration is. You can see it. Like it's, Yo, those are expensive though. <laughs> oh, I want to do bad but just get you know just do it once like uh, i don't know how expensive they are the one i went to was you know it, it was just like a gym that had it which is crazy because you know they i think they charge like 200 dollars or 85 or something something crazy expensive for like a session uh just to one time and it takes a while it takes like 30 minutes the thing's just like it's like you're you're just lying there and it's like yeah it's like you're like it's like something bad's happening yeah this machine's just going dun, 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 dun. and you're like what is it scanning and you can't move and you're all scared and nervous i don't know for me that's what happened but i look at that stuff and i'm like but yeah and people that want to lose 10 pounds that fast it's not going to work it's just not and it's unhealthy like you know i think the recommended amount is like 1.5 a week or something like that like you're trying to lose 10 pounds in 10 days or some, some crazy thing like that. Like, no. And even if like you the majority do, of that's going to be water weight, if you mm, do lose it. Yeah. 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 Water weight. Uh, uh, but yeah, it's, it's so difficult to do that. And so I just say, you know, keep it low, keep it, you know, keep it going. Like it's all about the, the long run, not the short. 
and you know, just keep, I don't know. It's so hard for people because I want to help everybody. This is a problem with me. Like, I want to be like, hey, come, come over here, you know? And I'm also like, you know, the, especially people that do prep all the time. Like, I'm talking about, like, they compete six, seven, eight times a year. I'm like, slow down, slow down. Like, yeah, I know those people that are just, they seem like they're constantly lean mm-hmm. and constantly in a caloric deficit. Like, I feel like I'm one of the full, like, the. I feel like I'm one of the few people that actually took a full off season. Mm-hmm. The last time I competed was the first weekend of July. So I have been in an off season away from the stage, like with the main goal to eat more gainly since July and it's February and I've only just started cutting. Like I think more people need to do that. Yeah, I don't I don't know where this lean thing comes from. Like everybody wants to be lean and mean. I'm like, you know, that's like not sustainable. Unless that's like your job. Like if it's like like you're kind of like one of those, I don't know, Instagram people that always has to stay lean for their audience. I don't know. It's so See, interesting. But even then a lot of the time they're they just take a lot of pictures when they're lean and mm-hmm. then they are always posting throwbacks and you don't oh. know any better. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Like, but it's, I don't know. It's good to have, I don't know. I always tell people it's good to have a little fat. I'm like, I'm not talking about like a thousand, you know, whatever, or, you know, your abs are vanished and you're like, oh no, what's happening? I don't know. That happened to me once. I was like, ah. Then I was like, ah, who, what, who, who cares about these? But, yeah, was, but it was like, it was like, it was like to me, it was like, it was kind of like a, an off a light bulb. It was like, oh, damn. Like, I used to have apps. They're now they're gone. Well, ah, time for more pizza. You know. Yeah, like, I was like, but that cheeseburger is looking yeah, good over there. <laughs> had the burgers, but like, like it was, to me, it was like that. Like, and you know, it's and then you see it in face definitions. Like when I see people like deep into prep, I see their face. I'm like, oh no, you look like a ghost. Like, like Skeletor. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, you used to have chubby cheeks. You remember that? Like, it's like, yeah, it's gone. Yeah, yeah, that's when you know, I guess, I don't know, but when you see it all flat, just, oh, it looks so scary. But, you know, to each their own, I say. You know, just don't tell people to do that stuff the same way you're doing it. I'm just like. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. So when, do you like prep, like having it that long? Or do you, would you rather... Are you like how do you adjust do you do it based on you have your own coach like I always want to do this or do you coach yourself um so I have my own coach um when I'm prepping when I'm not prepping like I don't I don't have one I um but when I am in prep mode I do have a coach, but only for nutrition. So all throughout the year, I always do all my own training just because it's a passion of mine. And he says that I'm doing it right. So he's like, I'm not going to get involved because you're doing great. I'm like, all right. Um, But during prep, I do have a coach for nutrition. So he does my macros and uh, he does my cardio because it's, I don't know. I feel like it's very important to have an objective eye mm-hmm. when you're doing a competitive sport. Like maybe not for a general lifestyle necessarily. Well, actually, no, I take that back. Mm-hmm. I take that back. I just think like whenever 
if you can invest in, in a coach in any way, you know, whatever your goal is, I think that's a very good investment. Um, because like it's your body and it's your health and you want guidance and you don't want to do it wrong. And I also find that we can either tend to one be too strict on ourselves or two be too light on ourselves. So like some like me, I'm always too strict. So it's like if it was up to me, I've been like, oh my God, like I'm not losing weight, like cut all the calories. Um, but you know, if it was someone else and they're like, huh, well, I did this, so you know, I'm not gonna push too hard. Like there's some people that need that extra push. So I think as far as prep goes, it's so drastic that I would need, I need someone else to help me along the way. Cause like I, I start to get afraid of myself <laughs> when I'm in prep. Cause like I look in the mirror and I'm like, this doesn't look okay. <laughs> but you know, when it's a competitive sport, it's kind of what you got to do. Yeah, yeah. 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 I don't know. It's so difficult. Cause like, I'm always like, oh, it's different for everybody. And everyone's like, well, it's different for me too. Like, I don't know what to do. Like, I'm like, you know, there's, I don't know. I mean, you have the internet, like you yeah. can learn anything on here. Like I, you could take like a thousand, you know, so many people to follow. I mean, there's also See, bad stuff. It's true that you can learn a lot, but I just, as I said, I do really feel like it's important to have another person checking mm-hmm. in on you. Yeah. I, I, I totally understand that because I'm a biased, I'm the biased person. Like, I'm like, oh, she's going to win because I know Sasha. She's crazy. She's going to win. Like, to me, it's like, like, to me, I'm like, I'm always supportive. And I'm like, oh, that's, you know, right there, this world champion. Like, I, to me, it's like, oh, gosh, I know. Like, and then sometimes I have to tell them, oh, you're terrible. Like, like I, I'm an honest, but I'm also very supportive, which is like the worst things because when you're honest, you're going to be saying something, oh, well, your macros are off. Like, you say whatever you want like you're not doing this right and you know who my opinion don't matter to yours so it's like to me like it's so interesting how everyone does differently and some people take it too extreme and then strict and some people don't push themselves at all i'm like that's weird like like to me i don't know i'm a strict person like you know i turn the switch on it's gonna always be off which is terrible also but, you know, I'm trying to, you got to find this, like, happy medium. Like, oh, I'm not too strict, but I'm not too light on myself. And, you know, it's interesting to me. Like, do you push yourself too much or do you try to relax a little? You know, stretch, I don't know what you do. So, like, do you kind of, like, have that kind of mindset? Like, what is your mindset? Um, I mean, I guess it really depends on what, like, area of my life. I'm in at that moment. So during prep, I'm like that person with, with, with the switch. Like when it's game time, even if I'm 18 weeks away, it, it, when it's game time, it's game time. So I'm not missing a single workout. Like I'm not skipping out on the last few minutes of cardio. I'm hitting all my macros, I'm not taking extra bites. Um, like I'm strict now, you know, if something comes up, like if I get, really sick I'm not going to force myself to go to the gym or last year I was prepping during the time that I was moving out of you know during the time that I was moving out of my college home and graduating and then having to travel 800 miles 
from Georgia back to Jersey. So I missed a day of workouts because I was in a car for 13 hours. So it's like, yeah, I'm, in prep, I'm super strict, but I also like, you know, I'm like, okay, if life happens, life happens. Um, as far as like the off season goes, I think that's the time to practice more like self-love and understanding and being a little bit more lenient. So it's like during the off season, if I genuinely like really did not want to work out that day, then, you know, I wouldn't go. And I mean, during prep, that's not an option, but during the off season, there were a few times when I woke up on like a Sunday and said like, the the gym is the last place that I want to go. And most of the time I would go, sometimes I wouldn't. And like, let's be honest, like Friday night, I'm going out and I'm eating some pizza. So <laughs> like, come on. Like, during my off season, I followed my macros probably 75% of the time, which I'm really proud of, <laughs> like, let's be honest. Um, but no, nah, I definitely had treats. I mean, it's life. Some people just get way too serious about it. Like, it's life. I totally agree. I don't know. I, you know, serious. I'm like, be serious when you have to be serious and, you know, blah, blah, blah. But I'm like, ah. Oh. I'm not that serious of a guy. Like I can't, I can't, I can't pretend to be serious all the time. So I like, Oh yeah. Yeah. I did that. And then, and then like a day later I'll say, I didn't do that. You know, I missed that workout one time or I missed that, uh, you know, ate that donut. I, I probably ate two. You know. <laughs> I, this is what I say to someone like uh, I ate two, but they were stuck together. So it's one. <laughs> Boom. Bombs dropped. So it was a with, hybrid. <laughs> I, I do that with cookies. I do that with everything. So it's like, you know, oh yeah, I only had one. Well, it was, all, it was just one, you know, people like, oh, you had one serving. I'm like, oh, damn it. Got me there. Like, you know, I had two servings, but it was one cookie. So yeah. Blah. But that is so funny. Yeah. Yeah. That used to be my way of like, kind of like justifying it. Yeah. Yeah. And I still kind of do it sometimes, but not as much as I used to. I used to be like, oh Yeah. Two cookies are stuck together. Oh, no, that's two brownies stuck together. Because to me, it's like everything can be stuck together, you know? Like, it's like, to me, you know, two is better than one, you know? But, yeah, everybody's like, oh, like you ate two donuts. I was like, oh, no, I ate one. Didn't you see them? They were mushed together. Uh, but, yeah, that's my way of copying out of it, I guess. But, yeah. do you, What's your food weakness? Like, what, what gets your blood going when food is around you know like pizza i have a really big sweet tooth ice cream so i love oh chocolate like what is it i guess i like cheesecake Cheesecake? and i love ice cream Uh, do you have like yeah cookies and just yeah (laughs) okay that's every food group see this is what i say i don't know I don't know. Some people are so prejudiced. Like I have a friend that no chocolate. I'm like, no chocolate, like nothing at all. Chocolate. I'm like, what is wrong with you? Like you like this other weird vegan stuff that I'm like, this doesn't yeah, make sense. <laughs> like when someone doesn't like chocolate, you know, you're immediately on this list where I'm like, oh. <laughs> I can't trust you. <laughs> yeah. We're friends, but we're never going to eat. Like this is not cool. You know, 
the only reason you go out to eat is to show like it's all about social events with eating like to me it's like it's true that is honestly the only reason why i eat bad or whatever you want to call it blah blah blah. eat you know all these other things it's because it's a social event like everyone's going out to eat these wonderful things see burgers and chips and fries and like all these greasy wonderful delicious foods which i don't understand like if you can make something i don't know I think sugar is like such a big problem. I'm like, how can you make something sugary that's not like has a sugary taste without like, like I see all these bars and stuff. I'm like, oh, this is nasty. Throw that one away. Oh, I tried this one. That one's nasty. Like I'm like, there's nothing good here. Like I, there's nothing better than sugar the way it tastes. In its pure natural form. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, People get mad at me, and I don't drink sodas. So like. I'm not really a fan of sodas, which people are like, what? You know. Yeah, I don't drink soda either. It's just not, it doesn't, it doesn't get my juices flowing. And also, it also has that corn syrup, which, you know, if it's real sugar or whatever, I'll try it. But there's nothing really good. Like, I just don't like sodas. Some people like teas and all these other things. I'm like, oh, oh I love tea. Yeah, yeah, I'll try teas. Teas are pretty good. But there's so many ty- different types of teas and this and that. I'll, a hot chocolate though that's like that's my jam that's my bread and butter but i don't know so i don't know foods or one so, so like there's not one thing that you enjoy that's like oh maybe after prep we're gonna get a burger or like this or that like there's nothing for you that's like that after a competition or anything oh no 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 no, no. I, I, yeah. after a competition i go to the diner and i get one of everything <laughs> so i get a burger and fries I get potato skins. I get mozzarella sticks. I get nachos. Uh, then I'll get a milkshake. Get some cheesecake. I'll get an ice cream sundae. <laughs> One of everything, and then I just I just take bites of of everything, and then I end up eating maybe five percent of it, and then taking it home, and then giving it to someone else. <laughs> Sorry for the signs. I was just that that just mind blown because I've never done that before. Like one of everything you never have. No. Oh, it's amazing. That seems crazy to me. I just order like I order. Well, I guess it depends on how many people that I'm with. If it's like me and just one other person, then we'll order one entree. Like we'll decide on one entree, typically a burger, and uh, we'll cut it in half. And they'll have one half, and I'll have the other half, and then we'll order like four different appetizers, and it's just on everything, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I always, I always forget because I'm, I don't know, me, I'm a, I like sharing food, but like certain types of food, like, you know, this is my burger, this is my burger. Unless they cut it in half, that, but they have to cut it in half before they get to me. If it's like I have to cut it in half, I'm like, this is not, this is not cool. <laughs> this doesn't feel right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This feels like I'm severing a piece of my soul to you. <laughs> like it, you know anytime you know i share like we're sharing a milkshake like you're crazy this is mine this, you know i don't know the mind mentality i guess you know mine 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 my mind oh we can share that if it's an appetizer i'm like yeah we can share that but it has to say appetizer like uh, you know burger's not an appetizer so it's mine <laughs> i don't know possessive i guess he would say like oh that's mine that's not yours like it doesn't make any sense why would we share that well, sometimes I share a piece of cake or something like that. But I'm not a cake person. Even though I hate cakes. I just don't like them. I don't know why. I don't like cake? 
nope, this is, this is, you're one of those people too. I just, you know, I like brownies and stuff like that, like other pastries. Like I tried uh, butter tarts. You ever tried butter tarts? Probably. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. They're a Canadian delicacy, I guess. Um, I don't know. Maybe up north or something. I'm not sure. But like, it's just like this little, it looks like a little pecan pie. Or whatever you decide to make out of it, it was like little little butter tarts. And I was like, oh, this is neat. Tried those. I was like, ah, oh, not for me, but cakes, none. I, I'll try it like a I tried so many cakes, but it never hits me. It never is like, oh, I want another bite. It's like, oh, this just tastes like a sponge. Like, why am I eating sponges? <laughs> people are like the right cake. People are no, no, I am. I am fancy, nice. I whatever. Like I'll eat someone else's cake. I've I've eaten so many different types of cake, but I always eat a piece and then I'm like, this is not good. Throw away or give it to someone or, you know, blah, blah. All the weddings I've been to, I'm like, everyone tells me wedding cake's pretty good depending on what they get. I'm like, really? Let me try this. Take a bite. I'm like, oh, this is not good. I don't know. People get so mad at me. They're like, wait, you did not eat that cake? Like, wait, wait. You know, I'm like, oh yeah, it wasn't that good. And they're like, What? You didn't even take a bite. Oh yeah, I did. I took a little bite. They're like, oh, the, like this is this is madness. Like I'm like, oh yeah. But then then I go towards like if people have cookies anywhere, and then if I'm not looking, you know, I eat like three or four. I'm like, oh no, oh no, I just went down the rabbit hole. I go down the rabbit hole pretty quick. Like <laughs> if 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 you know, there's a problem with abundance of things, you know. Like, you know, you buy a set of cookies or a dozen cookies. I'm like, oh, damn it. You should have just bought one because I'm going to eat them all. Like, you know, I don't like things being there, especially uneven. I don't know. Like, to me, it's like, oh, there's like three left. Like, why should I leave those there when I could take them all now and then just not, you know, they'd be gone, you know? Like, it's hard to get, for me, it was always hard to get rid of stuff that's in your face, you know? Like if it's right in front of you, if it's the cabinet, if it's easy to get, if it's like this and that, but then I discovered, you know, like, like people can deliver you food, like delivery food. I was like, Oh, this is, this is terrible. I got to delete that app. I deleted every delivery app off my phone. Like you, I had like seven or eight delivery apps. I was like, this is not cool. Like I started ordering like every other day. I was like, Oh, this is cool. I was like, oh, no, I'm going down the rat roll. Because, <laughs> like, it's just pictures of food. So you're like, I want that, I want that, I want that. Oh, wait, that's three three things. Oh, no. So I, I try to avoid anything that says eats, anything that says food delivery. There's this one thing called Postmates I was using. I was like, oh, I know Postmates. Oh, my God. They took all of my money. They took it all. <laughs> they, they drained me out my wallet. I, and, I, and the problem is, is because they have this monthly thing where you pay like whatever, like Netflix subscription th- kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, to me, it was like, this is crazy. So I can't get anything delivered to me, like anything around me in like a five mile radius. I'm like, oh yeah, we're going deep down the rabbit hole. So I had to avoid that. So I deleted everything just for everybody. I told everybody I was using a lot of these apps because I was amazed that you could deliver food, um, you know, late to the game but early to delete it, I guess. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's so hard. I don't know. Things get too easy. Like, I don't know. But yeah. How do you, like, I, I found you through Instagram. So 
like how did that get started was that something that you always wanted to do like what when did it become a kind of like share my story share my fitness or was it always like that um well i started my initial instagram um it's called sasha meets world and i started that when i was uh, in a study abroad program when i was in college so that was just kind of like a travel instagram and i uploaded all the pictures from all the different countries that i went to and then i was there from like i was there all throughout the spring into the early summer and then it was that summer that i went home and started my fitness journey and so eventually like my sasha meets world like instagram kind of like i started to upload a few fitness things and it wasn't necessarily like sasha traveling the world anymore it was like sasha finished her study abroad program and now she's home and <laughs> lifting all the time um so yeah so i was still having the sasha meets worlds and posting fitness stuff on that and then i it, it was a year later um like that following march that I finally decided to start a competition prep. I had already been lifting for like since the summer. So it was almost a year by that point. And then, so that's when I decided to do the competition prep. And then I said that I wanted to make a completely separate Instagram just to document how my prep was going. And I never really expected, honestly, I was that girl that always wanted to like keep a diary when she was little and I would write two diary entries and then just never, never keep up with it. And every single birthday people kept like, Oh yeah, she's a little girl. Of course she wants a diary. So like I had diaries up the ass and they were just always filled with the first two pages and nothing else. So I kind of started this Instagram in the same way. I'm like, all right, we'll make a Sasha meets fitness. It'll be a tangent off of Sasha meets world. And we'll see how long this goes. And like, you know, two years later, like this is where I am. So <laughs> I guess it went somewhere. Uh, is, that, is that weird to you? Like, like, I don't know, a community forms, like people start like, oh, I love Sasha. Haven't you seen Sasha before? Like, like was how weird was that for you? Or was that like, oh, this is cool. This is interesting. It, 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 I mean, there's some weirdos. I'm going to be honest, there's some freaking weirdos on the gram. Um, but the majority of my interactions have been very positive. Uh, I definitely like met and have been integrated and even built up my own community of very positive, amazing, like-minded people. So, I mean, I'm glad because I told you like when I started my fitness journey, I was very much alone. I didn't have any friends doing it. I had no one in my life that understood what the hell I was doing. I went to an art school in the South, in Georgia. Like, that's like, those are like three big red flags. Like, nobody's into fitness over here. Um, so Instagram was like my way of relating and finding that community of people that, you know, were interested in the same things as me that I really needed. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. So... Like, it's crazy to me that, like, you can create a community, like, you know, and then eventually meet these people in person, and then you're like, this is so weird. Like, <laughs> that is weird. Like, but it's amazing. What, yes, it's weird and amazing at the same time. 
like what we're doing, like you're in New Jersey, I'm in Texas. This is crazy. We're hundreds of miles away, but we're speaking in real time. And we're not just speaking to, to us. We're speaking to hundreds of thousands of like, people that are listening. Like to me, it's like, oh no, like people so know my thoughts. <laughs> yeah, I think it's crazy. You know, I think it's like, to me, it's like the problem I have with, you know, I think a lot of social media podcasting is so different from all other social media to me because it's like, you know, Instagram, you share like a moment or a picture with podcasting. I share my thoughts, my feelings, like, like it, and these it, like last an hour, hour and a half sometimes. And I'm like, man, I'm speaking to a person and like, you see the other side and like, you know, you know, interviews don't always go good. Like I'm, I'm not the best, but like, it's like, to me, it's like, Oh gosh, this is like crazy that we're speaking, you know, spoke to someone from Australia last week. Next week is going to be this. Like, it's like, you know, Korea, like six months ago. Like, it's like, to me, it's like, I'm speaking to these people and I'm speaking to you too. It's like, oh, this is crazy. Like, you know, like, like, you know, and then especially when you get that connection, you're like, this is weird. Like in no other situation, if we were living in the nineties, we would never meet each other. Like it would be literally impossible, but because of this magical thing called social media, like now you can meet people from everywhere. It's so, it's so freaking cool to me because it's like, wow, like you can do that. And, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know why I went on that tangent. I'm bad at like, I talk too much or go on these tangents sometimes. Like there was no point to that, but yeah. That makes two of us. <laughs> I go on tangents too. Don't worry. Yeah. Yeah. Like what do you get like a lot of questions and stuff? Like, like, I mean, cause I always ask people this because it's like you're on Instagram or I'm, I mean, I like Twitter much better than Instagram because I haven't posted on Instagram in like three months. The last thing was those butter tarts I posted. God. (laughs) So it's like, to me, I have like six or seven pictures on there. I'm like, Oh, why is anyone following me on there? Like I'm never going to use it. I mean, I kind of use it. I'm like, oh, let's see what's going on with Sasha. What's Sasha doing today? Like, stuff like that. But like, you know, don't, yeah. I don't know. I'm not a picture person. I like the caption thing. But like, I'm like, I need Twitter because it's like, you tweet at me, bro, we're going down. Like, what's up? (laughs) Like, it's like we're trash talking each other. So, or, you know, commenting or whatever. It's different. It's a different form. I actually don't own a Twitter, believe it or not. Whoa, you need to get on that Twitter game. Look, okay. I mean, well, the problem is like fitness is not really big on Twitter. I mean, it's mostly like, oh, what do you want to tweet about or tweet to other people? Like it's about interaction. It's weird. It's different. It's a lot different than Instagram. Instagram's strange to me. It's like most people just look at the picture and don't read the caption. But yeah, Twitter, I know. And it gets me so mad. I put a lot of time and effort into those captions. Well, no one reads them. Yeah, yeah. Well, then you should be on Twitter because Twitter's all words. It's nothing but words. <laughs> they have no choice. Yeah, it's like a blade. Like, it's like so... I mean, you can post pictures on Twitter, but nobody looks at the picture because it's half cropped out. It doesn't look like right. So nobody looks at pictures, but they read your words. And when they read your words, like, your words have power beyond what you think. Like, I'm like... You know, I really said that. The problem is you can't edit tweets, which gets me so mad because I'm going to spell everything, you know, everything I spell, you know, I could have read it six times and thought it was perfect. And 
someone tweets me says, bro, that's not how you say a right. It's R-I-H-T. I'm like, oh no. Oh my God. And you know, so, <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, and then you like, I'm going to delete that. I'm going to repost this. I'm like, nobody's going to notice. Everybody notices. Uh, but yeah. And you can retweet Twings, which is pretty cool. I don't know. I think you should be on Twitter. Hopefully you get it after this or else someone's going to take shots from Meets Fitness because, you know, people are really crazy like that. They're like, oh, yeah, Sasha doesn't have one. I'll take it. They're going to take my identity. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like the artist thing. Like, and and when you change names, it's like, no, nah, it's not going to – someone's going to take that. Like, I'm like, it's crazy. But, yeah, Twitter is pretty cool. I think it's – much better for like those captions you do. I mean, I've read your caption pretty, Thank you. pretty mindful. And like, I'm like, I have to think about what you, I read them twice because I'm like, I'm one of those like, Oh, okay. Did I get what she understood? <laughs> you know, what is she saying to me? Like, I'm trying to, you know, understand. I appreciate that. <laughs> but like, that's like, I don't know. Twitter's like that. It's like captions and I read every. You know, it's like reading words. Reading. Sometimes people write books of their life. I'm like, uh, not reading that. Like, it sounds like you're complaining. If the first sentence is "this sucks" or "this is terrible," I'm like, uh, nope. Like, but you know, I like your insightful captures. That's, uh, it's so hard for me because, like, like you know, I I know you, you, but you don't know me. It's like this is very weird. Unless you're on Twitter and then you find me. But like to me, it's like. This is very strange. This is like different. I'm like, you can listen to podcasts, but then it's like, to me, it's like, well, who listens to podcasts? A lot of people don't. And I'm like, some people do. And I was like, oh, thank you. You listen to podcasts. But yeah. So I don't know what the point, another tangent there, but um, yeah, I guess. I don't know. Uh, so wh- where can people find you? Where can people like, uh, what, Sasha Meets World does not exist anymore? Or is it? Oh, no, it does. <laughs> It does. It has like a measly like maybe three hundred followers. <laughs> oh, let's go, let's go, let's go to Sasha Meets Fitness. Or not no yeah. Sasha Meets Meets World. Sasha Meets World still exists. I haven't posted anything on it in almost two years, I think. Yeah, just it's, it's still there. Oh, I don't know. Go to the New Jersey tracks and take a picture and put that on there. Be like <laughs> world or something. Okay, just, this just, world. just put that this is yeah. True. So you like science as well, right? Like, I do. What do you? What particular kind of subject do you like? I uh, astronomy. You like astronomy? Why? Are you an astrological person as well? Or no, no, no. I'm not really into like the signs, but I just I like I like the universe. Supernovas. I like space. Yeah. Supernovas. Supernovas and black holes. Like, doesn't that blow your mind? Like it I, does. People give me, you know. When someone's not into science and you're into science, it just doesn't mix. And you start talking about like quantum mechanics or something stupid like that. Or like the world is it or the universe is infinite. I was gonna say the world's infinite, but like it, like like it's crazy to me. And then it is. it's like it, you know, so many planets, like it's ridiculous how many planets are out there. And galaxies and like it's like these things like they, they grow and grow and you're like, oh, okay, so it's starts with your solar you know your planet solar system then it goes to suns different color suns like you know the blue dwarfs are hotter than this dwarf like to me i don't know i'm such an obsessive person like that and people get all like oh what is he talking about 
They gotta watch Cosmo. Oh, you watched my boy, Neil deGrasse Tyson? Of course. That's why I was like, I got excited when you said his name earlier. I was like, Bill and I is a throwback, but like, Neil, like, he kept it current. He kept it current. (laughs) Yeah. You know, it's funny. I actually listened to his podcast today, which I love his podcast because it's like, it's just nothing but science. And of course, he's an astrophysicist. So he's like, I'm like, he's living the dream that I wanted to live when I was a kid. Like, to me, it was like, oh, yeah. He also has, I'm like, man, you know, and then it also freaks me out. Like, I'm like, I could probably get him on as a guest. I'm like, oh, that's kind of scary to me. Like, I don't want to talk to people that I admire. This is like the one thing that I, I, I've i absolutely figured out because I'm like, oh, no, I, I like I would dweeb out in front of that person. Like, like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be so honest. So. I don't know if you ever watched Disney Channel when you were a kid, but I, I watched it religiously. That was my TV programming. I was obsessed with Hannah Montana. I was obsessed with High School Musical. One, two, three. I got the DVDs to prove it. They're upstairs, but I got like all the things. I used to sing the songs every day. This is embarrassing. I might cut this out. <laughs> and? And... Demi Lovato, of course. I loved. I loved it all. Vanessa Hudgens. I lo- like. It was like the music to me. It was amazing. And you know, oh, I, wow. where was I going with this? I don't, I don't know. I might cut that out. But like to me, it was like that music just resonated with me. I was like, I watched TV shows. Like Sweet Life and Zack and Cody was my jam. That was like the best one. Like to me, I lived in Disney, and and like if I had to talk to you know. Dylan Sprouse or whoever those Disney Channel people, I'd get so nervous. I'd legitly start like shaking and start like stuttering or something. Like I like I can't talk to people that I like admire or like have that like, oh my gosh, you're like my my you know Justin Bieber. Like I'm like the little girl that Justin Bieber. Ah, ah, ah. And then she, you know, that girl that there was this girl that like went mute. I don't know. I read a story. That, you know, fake news, whatever, blah, blah, blah. I read an article that said this girl lost her voice for three weeks after she screamed in Justin Bieber's face because she was so excited and her voice just cut off for three weeks. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's when you know you're pumped. She also fainted, but that's a different story. So, you know, to me, that's, I think that would happen to me if I had to speak to someone. I also wouldn't know what to say. Like, I legitly would just, my brain would be like, oh, Oh no, how do we get out of this box? I don't know what to do. But I don't know. I don't know. Do you have anyone like I guess not admire or like kind of like, oh that's cool what they do? Um, I mean, I really love music. Uh and my favorite um band is a band called The Killers. I actually have them like tattooed on my arm mm-hmm. i know it's backwards but it says smile like you mean it and um yeah they've been my favorite band since since they came on the scene back in 2004 um so i've actually like seen them live five times and i've met them in person five times and so i'm like a super fan but uh i don't know i guess it's like people that i really admire but i kept i I kept my cool. I always kept my cool when I met them. See, like, I'm so impressed. I'm good at that. I'm impressed with people that can keep their cool. 
you know, like um, this is probably when I was a kid. Uh, there's this place in Texas. It's like this gaming place where it's like arcade games, a bunch of them. I think it's called like it's a pizza place, and it's like the Chuck E. Cheese. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> <laughs> it's like this. It's like the like people come here to go to this amazing place because it has like you know all the fancy people have been there, whatever you know those cook you know Gordon Ramsay and all these other like other people that like food and also like playing games and the atmosphere. And there's one of my favorite wrestlers there. Cause I loved the wrestling and I was like, Oh no. And it was, it was my, I was my, my cousin. And he told me, let's go ask him for a picture. I was like, Oh no, no, no. Like I literally said that like 20, 30 times. And I was like, no, I'm not going. Then he said, come on, let's go. And I was like, yes. And I went up. I ditched him right away because I was like, I'm not going to ask him. And he goes up and asks him. And I'm like hiding behind this bin, uh, trash bin. And I'm like, oh, no, he's asking. him, And he says no. And then he's, you know, he turns around. He's like, oh, but he doesn't see me. He's like, oh, no, he left me here alone. I was like, oh, I'm sorry. I just couldn't do it. Like, I got so nervous. I just panicked. But, yeah, stuff like that, like, happens to me. Just for some people I admire. Sometimes the, the the coolest thing with me is like I can keep calm when people like I don't know who this dude is like oh this guy is like you know you know he's from the Killers I would be like oh it's cool let's hang out guy like I don't know who you are like yeah I'm like I'm like oh like I don't have that kind of thing about it like I'm like oh yeah that's interesting so what do you play drums like oh do you know Ghost Snows do you know this you know that um. How drumsticks over there. I always bring those out, I, I, but like it's so, it's so interesting to me, like that. And did, was music always a part of your life? I mean, like, did like I always think people transition from like rock and roll to a rock and heavy metal into like this and that into like you know, like Linkin Park was my jam for a while. Then I get went to hear like and also lo- I don't know. I'm one of those people that loves all music, so it's like like I can relate to everybody, which is pretty cool. Cause like I listen to country, I listen to rap, I listen to this, I listen to that. It's like I relate to anybody who listens to me. So what, like, has your music preferences changed over time? Like, how's that been? I guess only slightly. Um, mu- music has definitely always been a massive part of my life. Growing up, my mother instilled that in me from a very young young age. Cause my mom loves music, so naturally, like you know, I do too. Um, I'm kind of the same way I can find an appreciation of virtually any music genre. I really listen to everything. If you saw my Spotify, you would have been like, this girl has bipolar disorder. What's going on? (laughs) But um, I guess like it's rock has always been the genre that I always go back to. Uh, That's like at the core of what I love the most. And the older I get, the heavier of rock music I get into. So when I was a kid, it was more like alternative and then it turned into punk and then it turned into screamo. And then now it's like heavy metal. And uh, I don't know. Awesome. Yeah. I think we went through the same transition. I used to, there's so many, like, I don't know, mosh pits for like, I, every time I went to concert, man, Oh, well I did kick that one dude in the face, <laughs> but He's okay. I mean, he only lost a tooth, which I don't like. I'm never going in that 
thing again because it's no, no did, much. Uh, I forgot, what was that? I don't know. I think it was Bring Me the Horizon. I don't know if you ever heard of the. Of course. But we did the Wall of Death, and I saw uh-huh, it where you'd separate and then uh-huh. you'd. Yeah. I was probably you know I was you know my my uh, my friend he was a little older than me. I was probably like twelve or thirteen. I was barely going through puberty. Oh my god! And I was going in there, and this is my maybe third or fourth one. Uh, you know, I did. I kind of went in the mosh pit for a bit, you know. And I was like, "Oh, well, it's time to go." And everyone just separated. I didn't even know what was going on. He was just like, "Move left to right, go this way." You know, you know how um, I forget the singer's name. I think it was Oliver. I always forget his name. But like he said, separate. I was like, "Oh, what's going on?" <laughs> I'm right in the middle. I didn't, I didn't even move because, you know, but my friend was yelling at me like, move, come over here. Like, I, I get out the way. Oh, oh, no. And so everybody just ran. I was like, what is going on? And then the clash happened. I flipped over twice, fell on my back. I thought I broke something, but I didn't break anything. I just got this big bruise all over my back. I was bleeding a little, but that was all right. And my friend picked me up and, you know, took me home. He's like two, three years older than me. He did That's steal, terrible. Yeah. He did steal his grandpa's car, which was <laughs> pretty badass to me because I was like 13. It's like maybe 14, 15, you know, no license. Oh, sorry about, oh yeah. The statues of limitations I'm pulling right now, okay? Um, but yeah, I don't know. Also, he was, yeah. It was a, he also plays in a band now. I don't even remember. But like, it's so, like, I just didn't know what was going on. Like, that stuff is crazy to me, so. Uh, wall of death. Uh, I can't go to any, I can't do any of those. I'm like, I grew out of that. Like, I'm like, uh. also, I think I could, I, I could do much better in the mosh pit now. Like, like nobody's really that fit in there. I'm like, I take out <laughs> three, four people. And some of these people are kids. So I'm like, I gotta be careful here. Cause like, you know, don't want to just smack some minor under like 16 or 14. And you just, like, oh, I got you dude. Or, you know, I just don't. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. And there was this one guy who like did this crazy, the craziest arm things I've ever seen. Like he was like a tornado in the wind and he. Oh, I've seen people do crazy shit like that. And he like. I don't, they look weird. Yeah. It looked weird, but he KO'd like two or three people before he, he went down, um, which I'm like, man. And it's, it's really weird to me because like, like you can punch people. But you can't, you're not supposed to be in control. But until someone like hits someone like like physically, like I'm going to hit you, nobody like stops it. I'm like, dude, that guy just knocked out three people. Why didn't you do anything? When you talk to the security guard, you're like, he, you didn't do anything. Like, oh no, he's just, he's mosh pitting, bro. Like I'm like, he's, mo- he's not mosh pitting, he's knocking people out. Like it doesn't make any sense to me. But, uh, and then when he sees someone that just like, punches like he's actually trying to punch someone then he stops it like this is really interesting like you can this is one place where you can go beat up people just by swinging like and kicking and <laughs> doing all these random things just like punching elbow or whatever like it's such a weird thing to me i'm like well eh, well not my cup of tea anymore i love the music but not my cup of tea also never someone should explain the wall of death to people like i did not know what the heck was going on like that's the worst thing you could do to anybody is like, oh yeah, we're gonna do this thing, and I'm not gonna tell you what it is. Like, tell me what's going on first. Like, 
um, don't just tell me to go over there. I'm like, because I'm so confused. I was panicked. I'm like, what's going on? And everybody starts really weird. I don't know. And it was huge. I think that was like, was it Warp Tour? I think it was that. Oh, if it was Warp Tour, then it must have been insane. Yeah, it was hot. They had the they had the stadiums open, and there was like six bands. Play- well, there was like the main stage, the blah 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 stage, the and I, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was crazy. Uh, but yeah, that I don't know. Music's. Can someone like? Do you have your own Spotify playlist so people can like look at this up, or is it like? Um shit, how does that work? Um like it should just be your name or something. Oh yeah, it's just my name. It's just my full name. I just right. looked it up. Type it's it up. Name, Sasha Lukaschik. There you go. That's my Spotify. Yeah, you find it. If I misspell it on the, the podcast thing or on iTunes, I'm sorry. <laughs> it, it, I mean it's on my Instagram. Yeah. My yeah. full name's on there too. All, yeah, right. Yeah. All right. So, so sorry for keeping you so long. This has been I've been intense right now. But, um, yeah. Well, thanks everybody for listening. Sasha Me's World, get that back to 500 by tomorrow. Um, oh my God. No, no, no. Just, just, just chill with Sasha Me's Fitness. It's okay. No, we need Sasha Me's World because I like, I like that concept. I've never heard of that. Like, oh yeah. It, it's beautiful. You should take a look at it. I have some really nice photos. Did you? You said you were in art. So that's yeah, I went. I went to school for photography. So so really nice photos. Uh So yeah, yeah. So like, like, what do you learn in photography school? I'm like, is is it just like? Did you learn about Instagram? Like, what what is it that you learn? Like, I I actually did take a social media class. I did believe it or not. Um, it. Uh, this is a loaded question. I'm not sure. There's no way to like put it in short terms, but well, give me a snippet, like a sample. Like, I mean, I, I learned a lot of technical things about photography, so I know all about digital. I know all about film. Um, I know all about like developing and the dark room and like massive cameras and small cameras. Um, I made a camera out of a box. Um, yeah, and then you just learn like design principles and artistic principles and what goes into a photograph. But you know, at some level, you need to have some sort of eye and some sort of talent. Um, but I mean, you do learn a lot, a lot of technical things. Like, what, what makes a good and bad photographer? Is it like lighting? Like what? Light. Light. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. If, and like, how do you understand? Like, I don't get those lenses. Like, why is this like my iPhone 10 takes better pictures than your three million dollar camera? Like, I'm, I'm like, to me, it's like, so what is like the difference? Like, why should I get like a Canon Canon camera instead of like, I mean, smartphones have cameras now. Like, I'm so yeah. confused. Like, is it just better quality or is it like uh, the lens ratio or like? I'm so there's I'm, more things that you can do with it. There's more information within the photograph. Yeah. Pictures worth a thousand words. That's what I exactly. <laughs> or a million words, whatever the phrase is. All right, guys. Well, I guess that's it for today. And of course, Sasha Meets World and Sasha Meets Fitness, both on Instagram. All right. And bye. I love y'all. I think. <laughs>